This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. You can watch Andy Staples on YouTube. You can even hear Andy Staples talk about the bubble of the NCAA tournament. I got to admit, Andy, I know you're new to morning stuff. Uh, Eight o'clock is when the Andy Staples show airs on uh, on on three's YouTube channel. I don't know why it was it was a culture shock to me, but bubble conversation. Uh, how'd you how'd you deal with that? Oh, listen, we got to. We got to pretend to be experts on college basketball in three weeks. Nobody knows, man. So, so we need to know. Yeah, and you're right. Nobody knows any. Although UConn's really good, so that that they're, makes it pretty easy. But yeah, but they're not on the know, bubble. Yeah, but yeah, but no, UConn's not. not on the bubble. It's not football where there's only four teams and you lose oh. once, and all of a sudden, all right, are they going to get in? Like, I don't know. It's it's kind of funny. I would love to pour truth serum down everybody's throat in the committee room during the football conversation and Georgia lost. Didn't most people think that Georgia was still the best team? I I would imagine yeah. that a few did. I don't, I, in this particular case, I don't know that they definitely felt that way, but yeah, it's, it, it's very interesting. And you always wonder like, what if Vegas did it? Well, if Vegas did it, Georgia was still in the one seat. Yeah. No and question. I, you know, after watching the orange bowl, you're like, mm, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but no, the, the, the basketball bowl is fun because like in my past life, I covered a lot more college basketball. Right. So like Steve Forbes at Wake Forest, you know, got to know him when he was assistant Gosh. in Tennessee. Just a great, great guy. Yep. And so now he's trying to get, you know, they got that quad one win just because Florida won the other day. And so the, <laughs> the December win helps them out. But they got to, you know, they got to win these next few Oh, yeah. Make it. Uh, yeah, the the ACC's got a bunch of teams. Look, I've been talking about the how the ACC, honestly, in my opinion, and I try to be honest about these things, uh, it's not that the ACC is so much better than people gave it credit. Uh, I think that we're judging it against conferences that have gamed the system, and I'm talking to you, Big 12, uh, because the math... <laughs> They have they have cracked the math code, and we thought mm-hmm. I thought we would have got we would have gotten somebody smart from Georgia Tech uh, to figure this out. Like, yeah, why are you guys scheduling good teams? Just schedule trash, beat them like crazy, but and then your power not, rankings look good. It's, it's not pure trash. It has to be decent teams from not great conferences that you can that you can crush. That seems to be the the real code Ooh, there. It's a lot of teams in the two hundreds. On the yeah. Big 12's schedule, it's really uh, all right. We didn't we didn't uh, you know decide to do this based on our basketball conversation. So let's get to the thing that really jumped out at me yesterday, uh, and it was a good thing we were running an, uh, a taped interview with John Feinstein when I first saw <laughs> your story. I, this is a true story because uh, we had John to talk about the late Lefty Drizelle. and uh, that interview is running. And thankfully, I talked to John, and it's 15 minutes minimum. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm reading your story on On3 about how Florida State has an opening now to potentially negotiate their way out of the league. I'm going to let you explain it, but I always thought that when Florida State filed their lawsuit with all of the things they mentioned in it, Mm -hmm. that it was always designed to bring the Atlantic Coast Conference to the bargaining table to negotiate a settlement and their exit but you pointed out something uh, in your piece yesterday that the ACC might have opened the door for that in a lawsuit filed Friday. Well, I think I think the civil court system in general is probably designed 
to get the parties to the table to negotiate their own settlement. Like they, they, they don't really want you to go to trial. Right. And I think in this case, neither side can afford to go to trial. I think that the, the, the probability of a verdict either direction, not entirely sure, but it's not zero for either party. And if Florida State were to lose a trial, they are stuck in the ACC forever mm-hmm. because, well, I'm 2036, because at that point, then you can say, well, unless you want to give us half a billion dollars, then we're good here. <laughs> and then if the ACC were to lose a trial, everybody could just walk. Yeah. And so you can't afford to have either outcome. So they're going to they're gonna have to negotiate at some point. And so what, what was interesting is in this court filing that the ACC made in the Florida case, because remember there's two, the mm-hmm. ACC sued in North Carolina, Florida State sued in Florida. And so the, the ACC in, the, in this court filing is actually rebutting one of Florida State's claims. So Florida State had claimed that the, the being required to buy back your, your television rights from the grant of rights is too punitive. Right. And the ACC is saying it's not punitive at all. It is simply you're all, you could either be a member or the alternative to being a member is buy your rights back. And I believe the, the turn of phrase their attorneys used was it's simply a commercial possibility, right. which I thought was very elegant, very <laughs> elegant phrase. But the thing is – and look, we've seen a grant of rights get negotiated. We saw it with the Texas-Oklahoma exit from the Big 12 a year early go to the SEC. So it's not like this doesn't exist, this concept doesn't exist, but – the ACC, in, in trying to protect that grant of rights, in spending years not letting anybody see it, they wanted it to seem that it was impossible to get out of, that there was no way, not even buying your way out. Mm-hmm. Well, now they've said in a court that you can buy your way out. All that means is there's a number. The question is, what's the number? And then the Florida State attorneys have estimated that, that between the exit fees and the amount of TV rights, the max number would be like $572 million. Mm-hmm. So there's your ceiling. Your floor is zero because that's what Florida State is, is saying. It's saying these are unenforceable penalties. Right. If we win the lawsuit, it's zero. The floor is not really zero. Like if you no. told Florida State today you're out of the ACC if you pay us $150 million, they will, they will raise the money and wire it by the end of the day. <laughs> right. So that's probably the real floor. So somewhere between those two numbers is the number they're going to land on. Because I don't think either one can afford to go to trial. Andy Staples is with us from On3 and a great piece. And you can also catch Andy. And by the way, go get the archive show on YouTube uh, where uh, you, you talked about this uh, with the folks from Warchan who are great people as well. Uh, here's... I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at this from the wrong position, but I don't believe the ACC can afford to settle. I think if they settle, then it's a a line at the door with all of the other schools who oh, 100%. also want that's, out. That's happening, that's happening anyway. They're not, that's not going to stop. But those if they people, win the we lawsuit... know those schools want out. If, right. No, I, I, I'm... Some so many of these of, of uh, the parts of this conversation are given. You're like Clemson yeah. would like to go. Miami would probably like to go. Uh, North Carolina, although uh, based on recent decisions at the state legislature, North Carolina would like to go, but 
attached to them uh, by a pretty strong lanyard is also <laughs> NC State, uh, which I don't know. Maybe it, maybe that won't be an issue, but clearly they're tr- the state ledge is trying to protect the interests of the Wolfpack here. Um, So there are a lot of schools that would like to go, but if the ACC allows Florida State to go, then ultimately they're going to lose, more than likely, a good chunk of those schools, which means the ACC ceases to exist. So I think they're better off uh, in terms of just, hey, we think that the grant of rights is ironclad, it will hold up in court, and this league will stay together unless all conferences are gone by 2036. Okay, so here is the alternative to that, though. If the ACC were to lose a trial, it doesn't exist anymore. Anyway. Right, agreed. And it gets nothing out of it. So your, your Boston Colleges, your Syracuse's, your Wake Forest get nothing. So? <laughs> no offense to them. Well, wait, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang on to the league based on them. <laughs> well, are you ready for the alternative? Though? Okay. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete DeRuta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. You do allow people out and people with a number, with a big number, we're talking 300, 350 million plus. Right. And the people who have invites to the, the SEC or the Big Ten or who can get invites to the SEC or the Big Ten will pay that. If the SEC or Big Ten does not want anybody else, well, they won't pay it. So everybody who's left there now gets left there with a pile of cash. Right. A big pile of cash. Because let's say if the number is 350 million, and four teams leave, that's $1.4 billion in cash right now. Time value of money, you can do some stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, there, so, there's no question. So you probably make yourself a stronger conference than you would be if you were to just lose the case. Because if you just lose the case, then it just all, all dissipates. But I, if you make the price sufficiently high enough, nobody's leaving for the Big 12. You're only leaving if you can go to the Big Ten of the SEC. Right. That's that the yeah. number. Nobody's leaving. If Leaving for the Big 12 would be like the dumbest thing ever <laughs> because ultimately well, you're you, leaving you, for the same you deal. You lose so much money. But the thing is, if you, could leave, if you can leave for a full share in the, in the SEC of the Big Ten, but yeah. I do think there are schools in the ACC that would have that option, then over the – because I don't think anybody – like I know the Florida State suit says it would apply retroactively to 23 and – they would be out before the 24. No, nobody's leaving before the 24 season. Schedules are made. Right. That's tough. But let's say before the 25 season. If that were to happen, you have 11 years left on the ACC deal. You're going to make 35 to 40 million more yeah. in the SEC or the Big Ten. It, it all it, it's kind of break even at that point. All right. Let me ask you this, Andy Staples from On Three. How many ACC schools have the soft landing of either the Big Ten or the SEC? 
That's the big question because I, you know, you have to kind of wonder with the Big Ten and the SEC now working together as a what do they call it, an advisory group? Uh, <laughs> yes. what, what's the master plan like? It's, and I don't know. I don't think they actually have a. They should have called it the Alliance. Let's be honest. They, that would have been, been funny. Funnier. Yeah. Yes, but I don't know that I don't think they have a master plan. I really don't. I don't think they're going into this planning on we're going to create a super league and you're going to be the AFC, mm-hmm. you're going to be the NFC. I don't think they're actually planning that. That doesn't mean I don't think that's what's going to happen. Right. It's just, it, it may just, that that's common sense once things move forward is how it has to happen. But I would say Florida State and Clemson, by virtue of their football brands. And, and, and the thing, and, and, and then UNC obviously is coveted by the Big Ten and the SEC. That is no secret. It has been right. that way for a long time. UVA is actually coveted by the, the SEC and the Big Ten. I also personally, this is just me, right. I'm not speaking for TV executives anywhere, but I f- would find it hard to believe that there's a, a version of big-time college football that wouldn't include Virginia Tech and NC State. I just feel like those programs are the right fit right. for big-time football. They act like it. They, their fans are you know, ridiculous. They're awesome. Like, I think that would be a crime if they weren't involved in it. So – like I think, and and we know, like you mentioned, the, the UNC and NC State thing. Virginia and Virginia Tech have been tied at the hip since Virginia helped Virginia Tech into the ACC. Yeah, like uh, they're going to protect one another. They were a hostile helper, but yes, they did not want Virginia yeah. Tech initially. But John no, Castine, but they, the governor at the time, said, "Oh, though they're in, otherwise we're voting no." Yeah. Right. Exactly, <laughs> and 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 so I imagine you're going to get the same thing again. So. I would hope that's what can happen. And I don't know exactly how it distributes. Because it's funny. Because, like, the SEC right now, I wouldn't expand if I were them. Mm-mm. Like, at 16, their product's pretty good. Like, you look at their schedule, it's awesome. If I'm the Big Ten, though, if I'm the Fox people that are running the Big Ten, because they released their new schedule, their 24 schedule. I can't remember exactly when it was. I think it was December. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a week or two later, the SEC released its 24 schedule. And it's like, oh, God, that's way better. (laughs) So if I'm the the Fox people running the Big Ten, I would love to be able to sprinkle Florida State and Clemson across nine schedules. Yeah, I mean, the the dirty – Would the Big Ten presidents feel that way? The dirty secret is that the Big Ten isn't that good a football league. It's got huge schools. Uh, the right. current the current Big Twelve. Thankfully, they're adding Oregon, Washington. I guess we don't know what the future of Washington is uh, with the, with the coaching upheaval. But Oregon and Southern Cal automatically bring good football, uh, mm-hmm. and that would add to Michigan and Ohio State. And I'll throw Penn State in there, but that's five of however many. And nobody right. else is playing really good football in that league. I've been arguing for years, I think it falls on deaf ears, that Wisconsin is one of the great frauds, the great cons on college yeah, football. I, I, think, I think Luke Fickle could actually make Wisconsin one of those contenders. Could, but it I'm really just saying that in— It will depend on how they handle it. But. Over the last decade, they've basically yeah. been taking advantage well, they, of the fact that the West is the, terrible. Right, the West Division, which you're going to see Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois come to the— rude realization <laughs> that the style of football they play will not work in the Big Ten as a whole with no divisional schedule. Yeah, it shouldn't work in America uh, with, uh, with, with any schedule. Gosh, it's just it's, – it's a race to the who can score the least uh, if you – like the, the over-unders, the totals for Iowa games this year got comical. It, they, couldn't, a 28 and a half. they couldn't set they them went, low enough. They went under. 
Yeah, couldn't say it. We we did it every week. Oh, what's the what's the total on Iowa? Oh, it's tw- it's twenty nine and a half under. Easy, easy. Yeah. We, we we pick the Iowa <laughs> under on every show or every week on my show. Every so, single week we pick we pick the Iowa total. We actually picked a couple overs, got them wrong. <laughs> they went over twice, but we got them both wrong. It's just so amazing. Uh, Andy Staples is joining us at Andy underscore Staples from On3. The show airs at 8 o'clock live, but you can always watch it on YouTube. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset. Neko Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at thedesignery.com. Um, will there be conferences in five years, regardless of what the outcome is here? Are we going to have conferences, or are we just going to have uh, a top flight of co- major college football that involves, and you said this to me about two years ago, about 40 teams? That would have like when I and when we were talking about that two years ago, if you'd have told me the Big Ten and the SEC would be working together, I said there's no way, it's not happening. Now that they are, I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> I have no idea how it shakes out because it was easier when Kevin Warren was a commissioner of the Big Ten because Greg Sankey and Kevin Warren didn't get along. So you could you could very easily say, well, these two aren't going to work together, so they're going to always be at odds. Now that that Tony Petiti is the commissioner of the Big Ten and he and Greg Sankey seem to get along very well. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it goes. And that's what, like I said, I don't think they have a master plan right now. I don't, like, I know everybody wants to believe that they have this master plan. They're going to take over. They're going to, you know, cast out these schools and include these schools. I don't think that's the plan. I think in their hearts of hearts, they would like to make this work in the most kind of traditional college football way possible, and they will find very quickly that's not going to work. Well, they already killed so they're that. they to have to make all these changes. Yeah. I mean, to even pretend I would call BS on that in a minute if they tried to – if they talk about the student-athlete experience or anything like that. I'm like, come on, yeah. please stop. We're just trying to grab as much money as we can. And I don't even – I mean, un- until what? I mean, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger because that's what football is. But that's – it's all this is is a money grab. It's, I mean, there's nothing else about it. Well, 100%. And, and perhaps it's the right sizing that the top division in college football should not be 133 schools. No. Maybe it should be 50 schools. But even if it's 50, think about that because you've got – it's not a power five anymore. We, we, had a, we had a poll on the show. We decided we're going to call it the core four because oh, the Big Ten and the SEC are different from the ACC and the Big 12. So no we can't question. call them the, – they can't be the power four. But the core four makes sense. And, but if you think about that, that's 60 – with them and Notre Dame, I think it's either 65 or 66. Yeah. I'm bad at math. But that's <laughs> – that's it. So if you did 50, then a bunch of those don't make the cut either. And no, they'll have to get rid of some of those. Off and it's going gonna, it's gonna to crush people. They're going to have to get rid of some existing schools also at some point if they want to do this, uh, if they want to make it like legitimate top flight where it's merit-based and not just, hey, you used to live here. We can't get rid of you. Uh, I mean, if that's what they're, that's what they're Are you hoping calling to Vanderbilt a rent, a rent control department? Uh, calling Vanderbilt? Yes, exactly. Vanderbilt, Northwestern, Indiana. I mean – uh, I mean, wheat from chaff. Let's do it. Uh, but look, the, the the notion that they're trying to do this in some way to resemble 
anything that remotely uh, you know looks like tradition or you know what it, no it, it they're just going to go full premier league and i'm good i love the premier league so if it's all merit based uh nation states can buy schools and we'll go from there <laughs> oh boy. well listen <laughs> fsu is looking for private equity they are so. uh, hey i suggested to uh jim phillips a long time ago i would have saved the league live acc football who's 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 saying no <laughs> nobody's saying no to that <laughs> Sports washing the ACC. They don't care about the return on investment. Live golf isn't no, returning. They don't. they don't care. They just want in. So they, uh, they do, and they're, they're, so just imagine that. Imagine if, if Jim Phillips had taken your idea and just the piles of money, <laughs> and Duke and Wake Forest suddenly can outspend Ohio State and Michigan. <laughs> It'd be amazing. Uh, yeah, it's still Duke still would draw twenty two thousand uh for a football game, which is sad because the program's good. We could talk about this all day. Andy Staples at Andy underscore Staples on three hit the, hit the show at eight o'clock in the morning. Uh, and I know you're adjusting to the time, but I think you're doing a great job. So thank you so much. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. Career-driven individuals ready to unlock your potential? Discover William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Our classes are tailored for the working professional. Attend class on your terms with our online sessions and choose from various start dates throughout the year. Dive into a curriculum designed for success. Every class is a stepping stone that takes you closer to your career goals. Take one or more classes. It's in your hands. Elevate your career with William Peace University's School of Professional Studies. Dive deeper at williampeace.info slash sps. Your journey begins here.